homogenization is a key point for multiscale analysis. Uh, actually, the interest for multiscale analysis is uh, really increasing in the last uh, maybe 10, 15 years. And to the possibility to have a homogenization procedure which is uh, effective, very effective, uh, is important for this, uh, for this uh, uh, multiscale analysis. And, uh, uh, this is uh, uh, absolutely import more, more important when uh, the composite presents a nonlinear effect. That is uh, when uh, we have a plastic effect, damage, uh, or microfracturing of composite. Uh, well, uh, in this work uh, developed in collaboration with Sam and uh, we proposed a, a homogenization procedure based on a transformation field analysis. Uh, the outline of my presentation is the following. Initially, I will uh, give some motivation of the work. I will present the uh, material models. Uh, then I will discuss our transformation field analysis procedure. And uh, I will show some numerical application. And finally, uh, some conclusions. Well, let's start with motivation. Uh, I have just this slide for the motivation. It's only one. But the idea is that the damage in composite is very important. And there are several types of damage in composite, of course. One or more of the more interesting is the matrix inclusion decoration, as can be seen in this picture. And often, uh, this kind of damage is accompanied also by the inelastic behavior of the matrix maybe plastic behavior for metal matrix composite and also from cracking inside the matrix. Well, this kind of mechanism is very important and can be, as it is common in many other composites. Uh, one composite uh, where there is a, something like this is the masonry, where we have the detachment of the brick from the mortar and the nonlinear behavior of the mortar itself. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, let's go to the material models. Uh, this is uh, the plasticity model. Nothing special. It's just to, to fix the notation. Nothing special. It's an elastoplastic model based on business plasticity with um, uh, kinematics and uh, high prop carbon. Free energy and uh, the set equation sigma is the stress uh, to fix the the, the, the notation and the pi is the inelastic strain. Okay. Uh, if the function is uh, Mises, evolution law, Kuntaga revolution. Uh, so, uh, uh, very, very standard. Absolutely standard. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go to the uh, cohesive model for the interface. I want to account for the damage of the interface, the possible friction, and the unilateral contact. Uh, this is a model that, come, that comes from a model that uh, we introduced uh, some years ago. Uh, the constitutive law is uh, given by this uh, equation, where tau is the traction, is the stress at the interface, and s is uh, the relative displacement, the jump of displacement in, at the interface. Q is the inelastic relative displacement, and K is uh, the elastic matrix. Well, um, the elastic matrix is uh, 
diagonal, it's a standard, and uh, the inelastic uh, relative displacement accounts for the damage, for the unilateral possible unilateral contact and friction. Uh, then uh, the friction is uh, uh, governed by a low coulomb. I, I, I delayed the whole equation just to, uh, to uh, remark the, the ideas without any equation. And uh, the, da the, the damage model accounts for mode 1, mode 2, mixed mode, and uh, consider linear softening law uh, between stress and uh, relativity. Well, let's go to the transformation field analysis. Um, the first idea of the transformation field analysis may be, uh, can be uh, uh, related to the work by Colonetti uh, about the coactions. And uh, it was introduced in the analysis on, of the, of, in the micromechanical analysis and the homogenization maybe by Borak in 92, who considered the composite with an inclusion and the inelastic strain is only in the inclusion and is uniform, it's constant, it's an inclusion. Um, then this procedure has been improved by Borak itself and by uh, Chabosch, uh, splitting the inclusion in sub-inclusion and considering uh, again, the inelastic strain uniform constant in each sub-inclusion. Uh, a much more complicated uh, approach was proposed by Michel Souquet, but uh, much more effective, I have to say, uh, even because they considered that also the matrix uh, can have a non-linear non behavior. And, uh, um, our idea uh, is based on this uh, approach that uh, we consider our uh, representative volume unit cell. We split our unit cell in sub-domain. In each sub-domain, uh, we assume that uh, the inelastic strain is represented in this form. It, this means that uh, uh, the, in each domain, uh, mu is the so-called modes that give the shape of the inelastic uh, distribution inside the, the domain and uh, pi, pi tilde, should be tilde is here, uh, pi tilde is the inelastic contribution that gives the uh, history variable, eh? the history variable of the inelastic process. Okay. Uh, at same uh, way, same way, if we have some interface, we can split the interface in the sub-interfaces, and we can again represent the inelastic strain in the each sub-interface by uh, a, this kind of representation, where uh, lambda are scalar modes and q are the inelastic contribution. Uh, then. We consider the unit cell subjected to the uh, inelastic to an average strain epsilon bar. We can localize the strain by deriving the localization tensor Pg and the localization tensor Df, which give the, the relative displacement at all the interfaces. 
then we can consider the presence of the inelastic strain only in one subset and uh, we can localize the strain in any point of the whole unit cell uh, again we can compute this localization tensor for instance by means of finite element approaches and finally uh, we can consider an inelastic strain in a sub-interface uh, and we can again we can localize the strain and relative displacement in any point of the uh, unit cell. Uh, all these operations are linear operations, very simple to do. Uh, it is sufficient to, to run a, finite, a linear elastic finite element analysis and we are able to derive all these uh, uh, localization tensors. When we have uh, this tensor we can compute the strain in a typical point just by adding all the quantities uh, the one due to the average strain, the one due to inelastic strain in each subset, the one due to inelastic relative displacement in each sub-interface. And this can be done for the strain and for the relative displacement. Uh, in such a way we can compute the elastic strain, we can compute the average stress, and of course we can compute all the average uh, tensor that we need for the analysis. Uh, Time integration. Uh, about the time integration, um, we use a, a procedure which is uh, more or less classical, uh, which is based on a corrector, uh, predictor corrector algorithm. We assume that the initially there is no evolution of the inelastic uh, strain and relative displacement. We compute the trial stress, the trial function, and so on. Okay. Uh, I, I want. I don't want much detail in this, uh, uh, in this equation, I, I go ahead and I go to the numerical application. A very simple numerical application, this is a, a, a block with two blocks, initially the two blocks are linear elastic and we have an interface with a defect uh, whose length is C. Here the uh, uh, property of the elastic block and of the interface. Then, this block, uh, okay, we, our computation is performed considering only a quarter of this uh, two blocks because of double symmetry. And uh, we consider uh, here three sub-interfaces. In each sub-interface, we consider two modes in each sub-interface. Well, at this point, I can show the result. Uh, this is the result. Uh, in terms of uh, average strain epsilon 2,2 versus average uh, stress sigma 2,2 vertical, okay? And uh, we can say the difference between the, the classical finite element analysis, the blue one, uh, in comparison with uh, the result obtained uh, using the our transformation field analysis, uh, the red star and it's completely in agreement. There is no difference. We can see also, uh, the, we can see also the difference between the displacement at the interface here, when the relative displacement computed using the finite element analysis or the transformation field analysis. 
Well, the blue is the result in terms of finite element. The red, the red lines are the result that we obtained uh, uh, for the relative elastic relative displacement uh, uh, through our uh, procedure. And this re uh, relative displacement are computed for this point of the analysis. These are before the peak. Uh, uh, then we can say what type of stops. I go too faster. Okay. Then we can say when we stay at uh, time step D, and we can say the, again the agreement, and at time step C, when it is uh, almost reached uh, the failure complete. Okay. Uh, then uh, uh, we approach the, another, uh, the, the same example, but now the block is plastic. Okay. And uh, the block is plastic, and we assume that. Uh, Very possible discretization inside the block for the transformation analysis. That means uh, only one subdomain, sub three subdomain, six subdomain. Well, uh, here the result. Okay, the block is loaded along the the the, the direction x1. Okay, and we are seeing here the stress sigma one one. Okay, and instead. Need, there is no much difference between the three possible discretization. Uh, it's almost the same. But if we want to see what is happening in the direction sigma 2,2, we discover that there is some difference. Okay? Uh, this is, uh, the, this is the, the, the black one is the finite element solution. This is uh, the solution for one, only one subdomain three subdomain, six subdomain, and we can say that how our solution improve. Uh, well, we can again see what happens at the interface, and we can evaluate the inelastic strain at the interface. In this time step, we can see again the differences. The black one is the finite element solution, the right solution, the reference solution. Uh, uh, when uh, the damage in increment, uh, we have uh, this solution for the finite element uniform, three sub subdomain, six subdomain, and uh, uh, sorry, and here again uh, uniform, one subdomain, three subdomain, six subdomain. So increasing the number of subdomain, you are able to capture better, of course, the relative displacement occurring at interface. Well, let's go to the, the, the conclusion. Um, the, our uh, transformation field analysis procedure works fine, works well. The comparison with the finite element is very uh, satisfactory not only in terms of the overall response, but also, that is very important, in terms of the inelastic strain field and the relative displacement field. Uh, of course, there is a significant reduction of time computation, which is very, very important in multi-scale analysis. Uh, that's all. Thank you for your attention.